Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. And welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And we are uh, doing a special remote broadcast today because we are not in Boogertown. We're actually in Pigeon Forge at the Red Skelton Theater. And we have a special guest that we're going to be interviewing today. He is a fantastic comedian and uh, celebrity impersonator. He has won awards at uh, the Celebrity Impersonators Convention and been voted the funniest man there. He is also the official Red Skelton impersonator that has the blessing of uh, the Red Skelton estate and uh, Red Skelton's widow. And he goes up uh, every year to the uh, Red Skelton parade that they have in Vincennes, Indiana, where uh, Red is, was born and raised. And uh, he's the official grand marshal of their parade. We have our good friend, Brian Hoffman. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Here. It's yeah. just hard to call you Brian. You look so much like Red. <laughs> yeah, just, well, that's cool. I appreciate that. It was a great introduction. I couldn't have done any better if I'd have wrote it myself. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. Uh, somebody wrote this. Somebody, somebody gave me this card and told me to read it. I was... So tell yeah. us about your career. Tell us how you got started in all of this. Uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It was a long, windy road uh, that actually started off at in in VFWs, American Legions, and Moose Lodges, doing my own comedic routines, when uh, the older folks afterwards kept kept approaching me, telling me I reminded them of Red Skelton, and I would politely say, "There's no way, I can't believe that. I just can't get that." You know. So you I, couldn't see it. I couldn't see it, and I didn't feel like I was qualified for that level of comedic fame. I mean. He was up here. I mean, he right. was way up at the top. That bar was a high bar. And I just felt I couldn't hit that mark. I really did. And it was, it was, so it's, and, and it just kept happening over and over. And it took years. It, it was several years. But the final straw, the final straw was I'm standing on Las Vegas Boulevard, uh, dressed as another uh, celebrity uh, that I used to impersonate. I don't and, know who that was. Yeah, and the guy tapped me on the shoulder, and I turned and looked at him, and he just point blank says, you remind me of Red Skelton, and turned and walked away. And I'm like, all right, I give up. I give up. So that other character went back in the closet. He comes out once in a while. And that was? That is uh, Mr. A uh, uh, tribute to Al Lewis as Grandpa from the Munsters. Oh, yeah. wow. I've yeah. seen him in the get-up. I've seen pictures, and he looks just yeah. like him. It's yeah. so funny. Al Lewis said, you look more like me than I do. Yeah, he's yeah. got a picture of him and Al Lewis together. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he's all dressed up as Grandpa Munster in that last few years of his life. Um, for whatever reason, Al just drove, walked around dressed as a cowboy. So he's yeah. got on his cowboy being bolo tie and everything. Yeah. Was, yeah. Well, what's yeah. cool, when, when this episode airs, uh, if everybody goes to Hillbillies in the Holler on Facebook, maybe we can post those pictures up there. Oh, yeah, advertising the podcast, and they can see those pictures. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'd be great. happy to get them to you. Absolutely, we'll, we'll be glad to put them up. Absolutely. So, if you're listening to this, go to Hillbillies in the Holler on Facebook to see those cool pictures. Yeah. There you go. That is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good thing that you like Red Skelton because it is eerie. It is so eerie. You look like <laughs> you sound like. Oh my goodness! You know. <laughs> Yeah. And we hear it all over town. You know, we're on the Redneck Comedy Bus, and people that seen your shows, they're just like, oh, my goodness. 
the, you know, if they didn't know Red has passed away, they just swear it was Red Skill. And 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 I've heard that, and I'm always humbled. That's the best compliment. And and they'll. I've even had a couple of times when I asked because Skelton was his real last name. That oh, was okay. his real last name. So I asked people if they know what his first name was, and and they were asked what Red Skelton's real name was. And a couple of times I've had this come out of the audience where they say Brian Hoffman, and it's like wow, that's yeah, thank you, but no, that's yeah. <laughs> No, Richard was his actual real name, Richard Bernard Skelton. Mm -hmm. um, and he'd be 108 years old if he'd be sitting here with us today. So in the yeah. early days of you finding uh, comedy in your life, yeah. was Red in your top? No, it really wasn't. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm like you folks with the comedy situation. You take normal, everyday life stuff that is funny and you put it into your stick on stage. And that's what I was doing with my routines, not knowing, and, and I was laughing at my own jokes too. I didn't realize I was doing that, sure. but I was. And that was one of the characteristics of Red Skelton as well. He'd be laughing at his own stuff. So yeah, and that's that's the fun part, is knowing what that next joke is, you know? Yeah. And yeah, what it's gonna be. He always seemed like a naughty little kid, and I know that was one of the characters mischief. he played. Yeah, but yeah. he just had yeah. mischief in his eyes. He did. Well, there was, you know, Red. Red had that mischievous era, and he would he would be a little bit um, more PG plus on his rehearsals, mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily R rated, but a little little naughtier than what the airwaves would allow back then, because those spot or the censors were real tough. Yeah, they were real tough. Uh, and even back in vaudeville, he got arrested for this routine. He, he was supposed to ask a lady if she could go on a picnic. And her response was, as she pulled up her dress a little bit, she goes, no, I think it might rain. He goes, let's try that again. He said, I want to invite you on a picnic. And she pulled her dress up a little bit and goes, I think it might rain. And he said, I'd like to see it clear up. <laughs> <laughs> That got him arrested. Oh. That was too naughty back then. Oh, wow. Boy. Yes. That was clean and clever. A double entendre, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I always said, you know, to, to me, well, first of all, the I had heard that story about him being a little bit more adult on his rehearsals yeah. with his guest stars on his TV shows. Yeah. And then when they went to actually film it and he'd do the clean stuff, he'd be winking at them. Yeah. And they'd be laughing because they'd be remembering what he exactly. did. Exactly. Before, you know, and he's not going to say that now. He's not going to say that now. And uh, actually, Brian was telling me the other day, he said that, that came to be known as uh, the Dirty Hour at yeah. the CBS Studios. And they had to ban all the workers from going down because they'd all go down to watch the rehearsals. Yeah. Everybody leave their offices yeah. to go nothing, see what Red was going to say. Nothing was getting done. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. It was on Tuesdays before the show aired. But I always loved the, like, you know, the, um, talking about the double entendre and stuff. You know the the old uh, uh, Warner Brothers cartoons hold up because w when you watched them as a kid they were fun, but as an adult you go, oh, yeah. they were they were winking at the adults with some of these, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I even heard Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny one day getting in trouble. He said, "If I do it, I get a whooping. If I don't do it, I get a whooping." <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was imitating or paying homage to Red Skelton's Junior to Mean Little Kid character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, couldn't believe that. That is neat. Yeah, it is how they all got along back then and and helped each other out. 
Um, so now you didn't, uh, you, you talk about this in your show that you had uh, a, a career before comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, well, I've had several different jobs. That's for sure. The, the biggest one, the one I did the most was uh, uh, driving truck over the road, 18 wheeler. Yeah. Um, but it just, uh, you know what? It, it paid the bills, you know, put food on the table. That was a hard life. You know, when you got kids at home mm-hmm. and uh, you're missing out on the basketball games and the baseball games and whatever else that's going on because you're not there. And I basically drove six days a week. I think I would get home Saturday afternoonish, sometimes Saturday evening, and then I'd have to get up Sunday and leave again. Wow. You know, and then I once in a while I'd be able to spend the night home during the week, but very seldom. Um, or at least stop at home and get a change of clothes or whatever and a home-cooked meal and catch up on stuff, but then you're gone again. I was doing close to 3,000 miles a week um, driving truck. I know, and I did it long enough, I know I got a million miles. What Um, mile marker were you at when the light bulb went on? (laughs) 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 And you looked in that rearview mirror and said, Red? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, none of it it when I was driving truck. That's actually when somebody convinced me I looked like Grandpa from the Munsters. Oh. and I and I was like I argued about that one too, and then I uh, got dressed up on Halloween and went, oh boy, oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> oh my goodness, this was really funny too because um, I showed up for Halloween dressed up as Grandpa, and everybody in that in the in the the, the place there was just busting the gut. They were like, yeah, see, we told you. And I was like, I know. I know. So I went to deliver my freight that day. One of the places that I was delivering freight to was a, a, a Bible bookstore in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. So with your all grandpa this, Dracula. I'm just as Grandpa Munster walking into this Bible bookstore with all this anti-Halloween propaganda <laughs> up in the front windows. I'm holding my bill of lading going, yeah, this is it. So I walked on in, and and you could you could heard a pin drop. Everybody was just stopped to do what they were, and they were just staring at me. And I went, "Hi, I've got a delivery." <laughs> Nobody awesome. wanted to come up to me. Not a single one of them good Christians wanted to approach me. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the the one lady finally went. Well, you sure look a lot like him. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm like, yeah. So we went. I, in fact, I couldn't deliver there. They had a little warehouse that I had to go to. Been great if you'd said, "I am him." Times have yeah. been tough. <laughs> <coughs> oh, how the mighty yeah. have fallen! Yeah, yeah. I was actually, I was actually uh, at as him in a show in Las Vegas at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino the night that he passed away. Oh, wow. you were there as I, him. I was there dressed as Grandpa Munster when they were <clears throat> announcing on the news that Al Lewis had just passed away. And people were doing a double take look and, and they said, didn't you just die? And my answer was, that's the beauty of being a vampire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you, you certainly got the voice down, too. It's so funny. Yeah. That would have been great if you'd been at that bookstore going, you know, uh, Herman's out there unloading the truck right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the funeral. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have the voice down for him then because it was just something. And we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, BigfootSearchgear.com. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know. 
you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back with Brian Hoffman here at the Red Skelton Tribute Theater in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like a museum. It is a museum. Yeah, I guess it technically is. I've had people come in and say, can I see the museum? Which, uh, it's got a lot of Red's uh, artwork. He was an artist. Um, it's got clothing that he's worn. I've got gifts of jackets that uh, used to belong to Red and Red's widow. I've got his hat. I've got his shoes. Um, Do you have some of his original paintings? I have one original painting that if uh, it is available, it, it does not belong to me. Uh, Red's opening act was kind enough to befriend me and entrust me to hang Red's artwork, and it's hanging up there. Um, it's actually called Happy White Clown, which I guess is racist nowadays. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But it, it's... Um, it's it's valued uh, seventeen to twenty thousand from the Las Vegas Art Gallery. Wow! Yeah, the gentleman uh, John who who owns it, he's asking about a quarter of that for it. And he so, was the he was his opening act. He was Red Skelton's opening act in the early nineties. Red Skelton worked up until he died, basically. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he just wouldn't quit. A uh, hundred shows a year, even in his eighties. Wow! Yeah. And passed away at the age of 84, September 17th. So we're coming up to the 25th anniversary of his passing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you've got the voice, the look, everything. So when you're doing your show, you're bringing back all those great memories. People can relive them live and in person, what Red actually did. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all the jokes, the routines, the pantomimes, the skits. I've researched. I've studied. I've watched the videos over and over again, I listen to the radio shows. Um, so some of the jokes are from the radio shows. Some of the jokes are from the television shows. Some of the jokes are from HBO specials and private shows that he did on the road. Uh, some of them up in Reno, Nevada. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's just I try to pick out the best of the best. And then every so often, I change it up a little bit just so we get something new going on. Because it's amazing. I had several people here today that had seen me like last year and some of them that, that come back after just a few months and they watch it again. That is the biggest compliment to, to, to sit back and, and uh, watch a rerun, I guess is what I call it. But then again, we sit at home with, that, with the TV on every day watching a rerun. We know it's coming and you still enjoy it. So. Still enjoy it. Well, that's yeah. like, you know, we got to your theater uh, this evening. Uh, there was a couple coming out uh, from the show yeah. and they ran up to me boo boo we got to see it and they'd been <laughs> on the redneck bus and yeah and they were like you know we, we love good clean comedy you know we just you know we go back we love that red skeleton stuff and i said so you've seen the show and they said well you know what show they didn't know you'd moved here yeah. to pigeon forge and i told them about it, and they said oh my goodness where is it gave them directions they came to the show and they were absolutely thrilled okay. they said you know if they didn't know red had passed it they were just blown away so i know yeah. the first time i worked with you I can't even remember where it was, but I, it's the first time I, I met you. 
you came in, uh, looked like a million bucks, not a wrinkle in your slacks, hair all slicked back. You walked up there, looked at the crowd, and you ran your fingers through the back of your hair, <laughs> made this look, and it's like you transformed it. And you heard the whole audience just gasp. It's like, oh, my goodness, how did he do that? And you just turned into red. I'd have said that it, from your from your show. That's to me the most magical moment uh, is when you put on the makeup and deliver that monologue, and then when you turn around, I mean, it's the transformation is yeah. it's just mind blowing. Yeah, absolutely mind blowing. I hear the gasp and the <gasps> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a it's rush. Yeah. Very very well done. Very it well is. done. Yeah. So anybody wanting to see your show, what are your times? Uh, I do matinees on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Here in Pigeon um, Forge. Here in Pigeon Forge at the Red Skelton Tribute Theater in the shops of Pigeon Forge. We're not a freestanding building. Uh, can't afford all that hoopla, but uh, we're a nice little intimate theater inside this plaza. And it's and, easy uh, to find. Yeah. You just turn uh, traffic light number three, go up the hill behind the track. There's a strip mall up here, and uh, yeah. you come into the, it's L-shaped. You come right into the corner, and there it is. Yeah. So it's very all easy to find. Up. Blinky lights all over trying to attract your attention. So. Yes. And a lot of people know where the Pigeon Forge Deli is. It's they all do. right in that area. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I do 8 o'clock at night. So whatever you, whatever your preference is, an afternoon show, an evening show. And uh, if you bring enough people in, I'll put it on a morning show for you. It's whatever mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. So we've got several bus groups coming in already to come see this. And I love the church people. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing better than a busload of Baptists coming to see your show. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you uh, tour any at all? Oh, yeah. I've been, uh, been, been very busy. I've got a show every month uh, elsewhere. I'll be down in Cape Coral, Florida, uh, the first Friday in June. Um, and then uh, June 11th and 12th, I'm up in Vincennes uh, for the festival up there, celebrating Red's life, his legacy, his laughter. And then um, be, uh, the, in August, I'm up in Hartville, Ohio, at the Hartville Kitchen. Um, uh, September, I've got some gigs going on up in Pennsylvania and Maryland. Uh, October, I'm over in Selma, North Carolina. The Amish Country Theater. Yeah, that's that's happening in November. I believe that's November 5th, if I remember correctly. And then December, I'm back down in the Gulf Shores of Alabama. Next year, Southern California in, in February. So, I mean, I've already got stuff. And next summer, next summer, believe me, I did a show here. And unbeknownst to me, somebody in it went and got a hold of their agent that was putting on this thing for them. He gets a hold of me, and I've now been hired to do one show on the Princess Cruise Line next summer in July, going to uh, uh, Belize and I forget what are the uh, yeah the Ruritan, all these places around Mexico. Wow! So I get to go on a week long cruise. They're going to pay. They're going to have my wife come along. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so we get to actually have a cruise. I do, and I, I get to be on the ship for a week, and I only got to do one show. Oh wow! That's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one show, and the rest of the time is to be a tourist, a vacationer, and yeah. and, and uh, enjoy the sights of all the places that I probably wouldn't have never seen. Yeah. So that's that's I'm looking forward to next summer. Yeah. And you said something about your grandkids are here close. Grandkids are closer up in Cincinnati. Oh, up okay. in Cincinnati. That was another reason to move from Vegas to here. Um, besides the fact that they shut down my theater. But uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well we didn't talk about that. You were in Vegas for four years? I was actually I lived in Vegas for ten. 
I headlined at the Western Las Vegas Hotel and Casino for four years. I was the actual longest-running headliner ever in that theater. Uh, David Brenner didn't last that long. He made a bad joke about the management and... <laughs> Can't bite the hand that feeds you. No, we... So, yeah, I maintained there for four years until they decided not to be a theater anymore. And that's when I was informed I'd be a granddad. And my wife's like, we got to move. And I'm like, can we let the baby, like, I'm headlining shows in Vegas. What are we doing? But, uh, you know, that was all part of the divine plan was to get me out of there and over here. So instead of a four-hour flight, it's a four-hour drive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it is cheaper, although with the way gas prices are going, I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So how long have you been here now? Uh, I'm in my eighth year living here in the Smoky Mountains. So we moved here in November of 2014, and I had no place to go and nothing to do. Spent January and February panicking, wondering what was going to happen until one theater opened their doors and let me in, and then they closed their doors, and another theater opened their doors and let me in, and they closed their doors. You know, just back and forth, back and forth, until I decided that's enough and just came in here, and I've been here ever since. So six years in this location. And did, yeah. does any of Red's family... Uh, attend the show come around well we did have red's widow here to name this after her husband so she came here and uh, cut the ribbon red's niece has been here a couple of times um she's uh, both of those are spring chickens in their 80s mm -hmm. so uh in fact red's widow i just talked to her and she said she wants to come here again so hopefully this time she can spend a little bit more time the last time was a real fast come in cut the ribbon see the show and away she went yeah. So hopefully the next time she'll be able to spend a couple of days here and uh, enjoy herself. She loves the Smoky Mountains. She really does. She bought some some stuffed animal down there in Gatlinburg. And, and then I was sent on a wild goose chase to find her a companion to it <laughs> because she felt that that animal was lonely. That stuffed animal was lonely. Bless her heart. And wanted another one. So I had to. And then so so I had to. They literally told me which store it was in <coughs> and what it was. And this is what it looked like, all right, I ran down there and grabbed another one for her, for her, mailed it off to her for her birthday. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, coffeeandsugar.com. Get some of that hillbilly coffee. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D-S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. All right. <laughs> So we've been, uh, we're talking with Brian Hoffman here at the Red Skelton Tribute Theater. And uh, um, you, uh, do you get a lot of younger people coming to see the show? You know, if, if mom and dad and grandma and grandpa bring them along, they have a great time. Once in a while, once in a while, I'll get some like 20-somethings and 30-somethings walking through the door. And I, I got kind of that look. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they go, well, you know what? Grandma and Grandpa used to babysit me and sit me on their lap, and we'd watch old Red Skelton DVDs or VHSs, you know? Yeah. And uh, and they said, that's what we're here for. We're here to see that and reminisce and remember 
grandma and grandpa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun when they show up. How, how's your how's the response to people seeing uh, Ritz for the first time? They they don't have that point of reference. They don't, and I just had a lady here last night who was actually from, uh, she was from <clears> Italy, <throat> had no clue, born and raised in Italy, didn't know who Red Skelton was, and, and sat up there and laughed the whole time. The, the you, Comedy is comedy. Funny is funny. You don't need to know who the person is to enjoy the humor. Uh, it is just an added bonus for those folks who remember Red Skelton, and they get to relive that part of their memory, too. But the humor is, is relevant and understandable even to people today because um, it's just that good, clean, silly stuff. Absolutely. We, yeah. You know, we, have, uh, we get compared to Hee Haw all the time. Well, sure. Um, because we're the hillbillies, and, and uh, we have a lot of fun with that. You know, Hee uh, Haw came to you from Cornfield County. We come to you from Boogertown. And, there you go. But uh, – on the bus, when I'm doing the, the, the Redneck bus, I will sing a little bit of uh, Where Oh Where Are You Tonight. Yeah. And it's so fun to watch the old people joining in and singing yeah. and the young people looking at them. I, we had, I had these two girls in their 20s from Texas sitting right behind me the other day on the bus. And I'm sitting there playing my guitar and singing this song. And everybody on the bus is just hooting, you know, where, where are you? And there's those two girls, and they looked at each other like, what kind of cult have we joined? What is this? Yeah. You yeah. know, but by the end of it, they were laughing. You know, who who yeah. doesn't laugh at you was gone. I mean, yeah. that, and so, uh, it, it, but the best one was about a year and a half ago. There was a couple sitting in the front seat that was a May-December romance. He was my age, and she was in her 20s. Uh -huh. And the whole rest of the bus was my age or older, and everybody's singing along. And she leaned over, and I heard her say, am I too young for this? <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, baby, you're yeah, too young. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because, again, Hee Haw was in the 70s, 1969 I guess. until 1994. Oh, really? It went that long? 93 or 94. Yeah, it was on for it was over 20 years. Wow. And for a lot of that time, there was only three channels. Well, this is true. This it was, is true. It was on CBS for like a year or two, and then it went into syndication, and it did better in syndication than it ever had on yeah. the thing. But it held that Saturday night spot for years in most markets, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't just country comedy. It was just comedy. Yeah. You know, the guys who developed the show were from Canada. Wow. And we have an homage to that in our group, too. We have a Canadian in our group. <laughs> Cousin yeah. Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Canadian, eh? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But rural humor is rural, whether you're north, south, or anywhere, you know. Exactly. And, and again, humor is humor. And, and I love I love the corny stuff, the double entendres, the plays on words. Um, Red, Red Skelton had one. He said it was a song. Uh, I took her for a boat ride, but she wouldn't kiss me, so I paddled her back. <laughs> 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 Who's your favorite Red Skelton character? Uh, I really love Clem, but, you know, I, who doesn't love Freddy the Freeloader? Right. You know, but Clem, Clem was, uh, I, I just love the the wise fool that he was. The 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 fact that, you know, they said, uh, Clem Cadiddlehopper goes, uh, 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 my, my pappy asked me, did you go to school, stupid? I said, yes, and I came home, stupid. <laughs> but then Freddie, Freddie the Frito, everybody loves Freddie. He was always a nice guy. You know, Freddie, Freddie was at the horse track and they were going to kick him out. And he said, "No, I'm waiting for my horse to come in." <laughs> he said, "The race has been over for over an hour." He goes, "I know. He's really slow. He's really slow." And then he said, "You know, Lady Godiva was a gambler. Lady Godiva, 
Lady Godiva was a gambler. She put everything she had on a horse. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. It is, but it really, it really, you have to think about that one a little bit. I love it. Yeah. First of all, if you didn't know who Lady Godiva was and what she did, you'd be lost. You'd be lost with that one. But yeah, that was pretty clever. That was pretty clever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I encourage anybody listening, if you're coming to Pigeon Forge uh, for vacation, this definitely needs to be a part of your trip. Whether you remember Red Skelton or not, uh, you've just got to come. It's a magical show. Uh, if you were not a Red Skelton fan before, you'll leave one, and you'll you'll be up looking on the Internet trying to find videos of the, the original, and you'll be surprised and think, well, isn't that the guy we just saw? Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is neat, and and I, you know, it's there's a lot of funny shows in this town. There are a lot of funny shows. There's some. There's some. I mean, the Comedy Barn is is, is hysterical, and so is the Hatfield and McCoys. But I technically, if you really want to get technical, I'm the actually only comedy show in town. Mm-hmm. The others are variety shows. Right, right. You get, I mean, nothing, nothing. You, you get a lot of good shows in this town, no matter where you go. But I'm, I'm actually the only because it's just stand up comedy. That's it. Nothing else. You just get flat out comedy from start to finish. The other shows, yes, you get some comedy. You get a little bit of ventriloquism with some comedy, juggling with comedy, dancing with comedy, music, um, music. You know, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, especially Hatfield and McCoy shootout fights, uh, thrown into the pool. You get the dogs jumping around. But here. Uh, if you're if you're a major, uh, just love to go to a comedy comedy club type thing and just see stand up. Um, I'm I'm actually it, I guess, for here. You know, even though there's a lot of other funny shows, so it's it's an honor to be in this community, be accepted in this community, and how we all work together, and and we all know that everybody can have a piece of the pie, and nobody gets really upset over it. You mm-hmm. know. That's um, I truly love that about everybody. How everybody helps everybody. Yeah. And and the when I first you know moved here, uh, I had a guy tell me he said it's like this: <clears throat> everybody needs to succeed. Yeah. You need if they don't come to your show and they go to another show, you need to cross your fingers and help that show be so over the top that those people said this was great. We need to go see another show because right. you don't need, want anybody having a bad experience that keeps them from seeing any other shows or not coming exactly. back to the town. You right. know, that's the thing. And then we, the, we love this phrase. We use it all the time. The rising tide lifts all the ships. It does. And if we work together and make sure, you know, I'm thrilled to tell people to come and see this show yeah. because I know if they come and see this show and I'm the guy that told them to, they're going to be feeling better about me because they're going to know yeah. that I sent them somewhere to have a good time. And they did. Yeah, you know that, and that's the thing. And so then next year when they're going, where are we going to go on vacation? We need to go back and see those redneck guys again. And yeah. and while we're there, let's go see that red skeleton guy. That's you know, yeah, that was fun. Let's do it again. Yep. And yep. Uh, and they will definitely feel that way. Well, we highly recommend your show, Red. Well, you're, you're outstanding. Thank I mean, you. just you're you're mesmerized. I've never heard a bad word about it. Oh no, no, no not I mean, once. I've not once heard anybody yeah. say they didn't like it. And, well, good. and the times I've worked with you, you, you just slay the room. You just slay the room. And you, the gasp, like you say, you've got to be there to experience it. It's not anything you can see on YouTube. You have to physically be there to get those chills and the hair standing up on the back of your neck to experience that electricity. And and if you can't see the show, if you want to stop in and we're open, you're welcome to come through and look at all the memorabilia in here. 
Um, if you don't mind, we, when we get done recording this, yeah. we'd like to walk around and do a Facebook Live and let you show us some of the collection. Oh, absolutely. And then absolutely. folks can see that on Facebook. Okay. We're going to use it to promote this podcast coming up, but then also... Uh, so, folks, if you want, you can go back and look at the Hillbillies in the Holler maybe, page. Maybe uh, four Facebook. or five uh, posts some, down. You know, yeah, I have to yeah. scroll down there, but please look for it. And you can, uh, we'll, you've got some great stuff here. I can't wait to record you explaining what all this is. Yeah. So, absolutely. thank you so much, uh, Brian, well, for being you. with us today. And uh, uh, we're going to sign off now. We'd like to thank you all for uh, uh, listening to the podcast, for taking time away from your busy podcasting schedule to listen to our podcast. Um, you can go and check out our merchandise at hillbilliesintheholler.com and meetbuford.com. You can follow us on social media at uh, Hillbillies in the Holler uh, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Also, Meet Buford on all of those platforms. And uh, you can email us, meetbuford at gmail.com, if you have questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, BigfootSearchGear.com and uh, CoffeeAndSugar.com. If you would like to get tickets for the uh, Red Skelton Tribute Show with Brian Hoffman, Remembering Red, uh, it's uh, at the Red Skelton Tribute Theater.com or you can call 865-428-8900 for tickets and information. So thank you so much, uh, Brian, for being with us and uh, letting us uh, tell folks about your beautiful theater here. You guys uh, come back next week and listen to the podcast again. In the meantime, I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And I'm Red. Y'all be good to each other. And I say good night for now. And may God bless. Thank you, folks. Thank you. You've been listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch, live from downtown Boogertown. You can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler, at Moonshiner's Life, and at Meet Buford. Y'all come back now.